The world is not what it seems. This is true a thousandfold. With each unfolding, new ripples yet to open. Are we not all alien to each other? Some, you will find, are more alien. Those are the ones I like best. Come join us for something familiar, but also alien, as we continue our Chronicle of Darkness. resumes in the pit. It's a fight club, mostly underground, situated underneath a prominent university. While many of the day-to-day accounts of the pit are managed by a ghoul retainer for Gabriel, Gabriel, I assume that you take some sort of first-hand uh, management of the pit as well. What is your responsibilities at the pit? I just maintain, uh, I just keep the uh, local authorities away, the palm priest of uh, any uh, officials who would uh, interfere with the pit's business. And if the pit gets very violent, I can do any violent moral. How long have you managed the pit? How long has this been your place of residence? Oh, about 10 years. Okay. So that would be back before the La Sombra joined the Camarilla. Yes. And you've probably not given out this location to a terrible number of people. And the last person who came here was a psychic vampire who just like visioned her way in to see you but you have had other vampiric guests before typically other lasombra yeah where do you sleep in the pit i have a uh, essentially in my apartment there that loft that where they're at I have a main bed slightly off where uh, this main lounge. And as you awaken for the night, as you do every night, you roll a single hunger die. Yeah. Six through ten, you don't get hungrier as your body sustains itself. All right. Oh no, I get hungry. What is your hunger level at now? Well, that'll be a one. Okay. So you can hear the, hunger the hungry shadows inside your mind, but they're just a whisper right now. And your eyes open blood red for a moment, but then it passes. 
What do you do after you awaken? I, uh, I think about my hunger for a bit. Uh, then I let that pass and focus on the task for the, the day or the night. And I go out to meet my guests and see what, what they're what they've been up to. I assume part of your daytime has been sleeping since you had been awake for quite a long period of time. But the two of you had also been doing quite a bit of reading on occult subjects, if I remember correctly. The internet is still incoming, but the pizza did arrive. Yes. The only other person that you've seen is Danielle, who has been in and out in her very business-like manner and is currently out. Where do we find the two of you? Uh, Kenzie is deep in the stacks in a pile of books that's arranged not unlike a fort. Some of them, she it's clearly she just grabbed them because of their size and fort ability. And some of the she's been reading. Um, I think she was pretty successful at going through the material and, and picking up some information. So she's been reading away. Um, there's also at least a box of pizza next to her that's almost entirely finished. She's been, she's hungry. <laughs> uh, how much pizza is on the ancient tomes? Oh, it's, there's grease stains on a lot of things. There's one slice half eaten resting on a book because she got really engrossed in what she was reading. Uh, and has uh, Kathy slept? No, but it's mostly because she's used to staying up late, um, pouring through information and, and, and trying to dig for the truth. Um, but she's also used to having like three or four different types of caffeinated options around. Um, and she's, she's fading. <laughs> she's awake, but not at hundred percent awake. Uh, is Eustace also in the library or are you back on the couches? Uh, no, I, I'm also in the library. I definitely spent some time on the couches. I got some sleep, not a lot, like, you know, just enough. And uh, I think most of the time I've been just sort of pacing with like pizza in my hand every once in a while. And I'll like uh, stumble over back to Kenzie, be like, hey, find anything cool? And just be like, no, all right, cool. And I'll just like, take a bite and walk away again. And maybe I'll peruse my own book once in a while. Head back to the couch, relax for a bit. Yeah, it's basically a cycle of doing those three things. Yeah. Um, when you try to sleep, roll me a resolve plus composure check. Now, normally you would get a plus two bonus for holding your favorite weapon. That was confiscated and never returned in the last session. So instead, those merit points that you spent on that are now in a merit pool, which you can use to spend on other merits because your gun is gone. 
That's too bad. Uh, I got two successes when falling asleep, though. Okay, so you you've done it. You've fallen asleep, and you keep having these strange dreams where you're falling again. Um, and it wakes you up a few times, but you manage to get back to sleep. But every single time, it's the same dream falling. And that's when a vampire walks into the library. Is it our vampire? It is. Okay, good. <laughs> Could be enough. Gabriel, welcome to the pizza party. Although you probably don't eat pizza. No, I never, I've never eaten. I've never had pizza. I've seen humans eat it. It seems it smells very nice. You lost the taste for human food before pizza was invented. That's incredibly sad. What if the marinara was replaced? with another red liquid. Do you mean blood? Yes, blood pizza. Blood. Yeah, that would be like, would you enjoy blood pizza? No, no. But would you enjoy blood pizza? Probably not. We like the different parts of the, of the blood pizza. I would like the blood and you would like the pizza part. I don't like the pizza part, doesn't. Mm-hmm. Me <laughs> <laughs> I see. I learn something about vampires every day. Oh, plus the garlic. Is that a thing? Is that a real thing? It could have been. It could have been. But I've seen it. I've seen it affect some vampires, but overall it doesn't affect them. Interesting. I wish I could share this. Hashtag truths about vampires. Um, all right. So I learned some cool things. Um, I learned about the Tremiri. Are they in charge of this library? Because they need a better organizational system. Some real metadata overhaul. Metadata makeover. Hashtag metadata makeover. I miss my phone. Metadata. Metadata. Yeah. I'm so confused. <laughs> the Tremiri are some of the most organized vampires that exist. But they're ancient by your standards. I suppose they don't use some Tremiri might use computer. Not sure. Mm. Well, once the internet arrives and is delivered to your to this lovely space, um, I bet I can whip something up. Uh, I haven't found anything about the lady, though. Okay, that's all. The night is young. Night is young. (laughs) as do i in real life (laughs) yeah why don't you give me a resolve plus stamina effect for kenzie yeah resolve and stamina Mm. 
Well, that's no, that's not to none. Yeah, Kenzie does a classic just on a hand falling asleep. <laughs> Elbow in the pizza. <laughs> oh. Sleepy. You know, humans sleep at night or have monster, but not your type of monster, just like the other green monster. <laughs> the energy full of caffeine, correct? Yes. You don't have monster the beverage. Well, not. actually, probably the pit has a full bar downstairs, bar. Um, right. and there aren't people there at the moment. Yeah, it, it, like you typically would wake up before everything starts kicking off. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, what time is it? Six p.m. Um. I mean, the sun has gone down. It's probably like a 7, 7.30. Okay. Okay. Maybe Kenzie needs and... a power nap. <laughs> um, oh, did I don't remember at the end of last session, did she say anything about her crazy vision? No, Gabriel wasn't around. Um, you mention it to Eustace. I don't think you had time to. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, Kenzie does, wants that power nap or some monsters. Maybe power nap, then monster. So, uh, she's going to say, all right, I want to take like 30 minutes, no more than 30 minutes, because then it interrupts your cycle. I read it on the internet. Um, and I'm probably not going to go into REM sleep and have any of the more of those crazy end of the world uh, visions, which I'll tell you about when I wake up in case it's related. Okay. Those visions are exactly what I need to know. But, but I'm sleepy. <laughs> uh, there's a click clack, click clack of Danielle's rapidly approaching heels, um, which definitely Gabriel notices and maybe Eustace. Eustace is pretty like hip and with it right now. My retainer arrived. And she did. Yeah. She, she strides in. Um, tonight she is in tight fitting pants and black top. She looks very serious. She's holding a clipboard. She also has a tablet with her. Um, and the tablet can't be connected to the internet, you are pretty sure, but it does seem to be some sort of dated management. This is probably the first thing that Kenzie picks up on. And she walks over to Gabriel, of course, and says, sir, I believe that we may have a problem. Uh, in Espanol, we speak Spanish. Yeah, and she, she continues in Spanish and says, there is a friend who is no longer a friend waiting at the door upstairs. 
Um, what are they doing besides waiting? Oh. They are intimidating the other patrons at the moment, but they haven't taken any hostile actions yet. Lead them to my office upstairs, and uh, I'll meet them there. If if you feel comfortable, she nods. Um, you can tell that this is going to be a dangerous situation for her, but she's willing to do okay. it. No, no, no. That's if I get that, I'll see them. Take care of these two. Stay with these two. Bring them if I if I mess it. I'll uh, I'll delay the opening then. Yes. And uh, she says, "I'll be right back." She's gonna walk off. And then I turn to uh, Kenzie and Eustace. Uh, I might have a visitor here that uh, might not be very cordial. I need to go and have a conversation with them. Stay here. Uh, make yourself comfortable or continue to be. Uh, come on up if you like. Uh, I will ensure your safety. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Sounds good, Kenzie. Shall we uh, check out this joint out? You don't sleep normally, so I mean, what's 30 minutes gonna do? 30 I'll minutes. find you a monster, I promise. All right, I'm in. And All right, we can go upstairs. Um, I'll go deal with my visitor, and you two can go monster hunting. <laughs> Good one, Gabriel. Yes, let's go monster hunting. <laughs> The three of you split up, and by now Danielle has returned, and she can take you down to the floor where the bar is. And the two wards see that this is a spacious concrete room. It's got a functional but not like elaborate bar, and there's a metal cage in the center of the room. There is no blood on the floor because it is power washed every night. So Danielle um, looks over at the bartender and there are a few other like security staff here dressed in not suits, but probably like street clothes, leather jackets kind of stuff. it's not a uniform so much as it is a fashion statement, and the fashion is functional. Um, the bartender is a person, they're kind of live, they have a lot of piercings, they've got um, large earrings. 
Oh, my connection is unstable. Am I frozen for you? Yeah, you're frozen. Breaking in and out, I'm afraid. All right, it should come back. Give me a sec. I'll just do a dance from side to side. Tell me when I'm no longer breaking up. You're good for a second, now you're frozen again. <laughs> yeah, this, this dance has gone on the longest. Okay, that's pretty good. I'm gonna take that as we're all fine now. Yeah. Uh, the bartender is a person with a lot of piercings. They've got dyed black hair. Um, tanned skin and probably dressed in a tight-fitting t-shirt. They look over uh, at Danielle and say in Spanish, um, which neither of the wards completely understand, um, why aren't we opening? Business is her reply in English. See to our guests. And as a busy person, she walks off. Oh, uh, muted Kinsey. I can only hear your thoughts. <laughs> and your thoughts are give me a drink. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how old Kenzie is. I think she's a drinking age. Um, I'm thinking oh. it's right on the edge. Yeah. I was going to say, Kenzie goes up and leans on the bar because she's definitely been at a bar before, but I don't think that's true. Um, yeah, leans up on, a, on the bar like she's seen on TV and goes, one monster for me. <clears throat> one monster and vodka, please, and leave the monster <laughs> like looks at Eustace it's been a long couple of days the bartender doesn't complain quickly gets the drinks yes <laughs> yeah Kenzie first takes does he in fact leave the can of monster <laughs> uh, they do leave the can of monster and <laughs> Like, how else do you get a monster? Do you pour some in a cup and then throw the rest of the can away? No, of course they leave the can of monster. Right. Yes. Um, they look at you expectantly, uh, Eustace. I'll take a well shelf of bourbon neat, please. Bourbon neat, they say, pouring uh, it into a glass, sliding it down to you. No, I guess I have some cash on me. Hopefully, <laughs> I'll pay for the drinks. Oh, yes, thank you. That that's good. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll put this away for myself. But usually, drinks are paid for with your entrance fee. Though I guess since we haven't opened, what are the two of you even doing here? Uh, friends of Gabriel. He's uh, asked us to help him out with some stuff. 
friends of Gabriel, they say, pushing it around in their mouth for a moment. And then they nod and walk away from you. Um, give me a, give me an insight check. Sorry, an empathy check, if you would. Uh-huh. Um, sure. Uh, one success. You would say that they're probably not friends with Gabriel. Four Four successes. There's definitely uh, an aspect of, oh, that's the boss. Okay. Um, And there's another aspect of, oh, if Gabriel's involved, that's really dangerous. I'm the bartender here at a fight club. That's nothing compared to the stuff that Gabriel gets into. Speaking of which, Hmm. waiting for you in the lobby is a familiar vampire. They have tuft hair and a little goatee with a big facial tattoo, a sigil across their face that you know was burned in a previous life. They definitely have security here. There are a bunch of people who would normally be coming into the pit right about now who are at bay from the way that he's looking at them, and you can tell that he's using some sort of vampiric power on them. He turns and smiles at you and says, Ah, Gabe, how you doing, old chap? His name is Tally, and he is a vampire of note. In fact, you heard that he was one of the elders of the Lysambra clan. And in fact, you had also heard through the vampire grapevine that he was now in the Camarilla. Right, right. Uh, Tally, I'm doing quite well. Maybe you, what are you doing? Oh, I was hoping to join your little party for a little bit. You know, really get into it. And he smiles with big old teeth. For someone who's well, Camarilla, he is not hiding his vampiric nature very well. Aren't you breaking your masquerade? He licks his teeth and says, Some rules are meant to be broken or bent a little. They don't know, he says, looking at the humans who are here. I don't know what they know. Maybe there's hope for you yet. So shall we get some blood? Shall we get some drink? Come on in. Yeah. As long as uh, I'll try to keep stay on my best behavior. How about you? Thanks for inviting me in, he says. 
Is he? Uh, I'm going to scan and see if there's anybody with him. Oh, for sure. There. He has some other people with him. You can't immediately tell what kind of people they are. Um, they look serious, though, like serious security. Mm. And they're an eclectic bunch, too. Not like suits, but like these are people who he's acquired throughout his transactions. Okay. How about you and your crew come over here? These are the best seats in the house. And I guided them towards this uh, VIP section, uh, table, lounge, chairs. Yeah, they follow yeah. you. Uh, yeah. You're acutely aware as they move away of how outnumbered you are. He has six security in his detail. And mm -hmm. you've got more people than that on the premises, but they're not like, supernaturally skilled so you think that his crew that he's just rolled up in here with could probably make short work of everybody in this club and he says ah it's mighty nice of you i didn't think that you'd be so accommodating maybe there's hope for you yet there's always hope for all of us hmm well, you really have a positive outlook on Gehenna, don't you? Is Gehenna upon us? They always say it is, but I think that that's just because it's good for business. <laughs> and I show my things. So where's all the fights that I've been hearing about? You arrived too early like uh, you usually do. I can wait. I hear there's going to be plenty of entertainment tonight. Well, unfortunately, this is uh, a slow night. And no, it uh, won't be, he says, shaking his head. <laughs> uh, we probably won't even open tonight. That might be best. Might be. Hmm. Mm. Then I, I make sure I stand in a very particular spot. Um, he, uh, he looks around and says, what do you have for refreshments? Hmm. And I will signal over to, uh, I have some uh, Vitae on tap that you might enjoy. Mighty kind of you. And I signal over to Danielle. To signal someone else. Bring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she she has someone else bring like a, a goblet over. It's it's fresh. They have some people back in the bar that are willing donors. And uh, yeah, I suppose that Eustace and Mackenzie would probably see someone coming out of the back of the bar and going up towards the uh, towards the offices 
with a elaborate goblet. Fancier than just your regular drinking cup. Oh, Eustace, that that has to be that has to be vampire cup. I mean, it's so goth. Tally uh, Tally smells the blood and then downs it. He lets the cup clatter to the floor. And he looks at you and says, well, if no one else is fighting, perhaps you and me might go for a round. Let's have, I can accommodate that. Let's see what happens. Up here, or should we go down where there's spectators? Perhaps where there's spectators. So the office overlooks the cage, but can you uh, leap from the office into the cage? Yeah. Well, then that's what he does. He totally like is all about it, puts a foot on a banister and leaps out with his long coat fluttering behind him, lands in the center. Uh, Danielle looks at you. Um, She says, should I let everyone in or tell them to leave? You tell them. She nods. Hold black. Keep these people as much as possible. Let's keep uh, his entourage here. And if I give the signal, Danielle, you know what to do. She nods. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that you're having this whole conversation in Spanish. Yeah. yeah. And quietly. But yeah. you, you never know who can be listening in on a whispered conversation in certain company. That's true. Um, and then I'll go down to uh, do some uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, so you descend the stairs, walking out dramatically. Yeah, exactly. There's like a big metal door, it's still open. Uh, And Tally is just like strutting around impatiently in the middle of that arena. Are the wards doing anything as this scene unfurls? Oh, Kenzie is so game to watch. Yeah, definitely. I'm enjoying my drink. These are vampires we're talking about, why would I? In the middle of that. But what happens if Gabriel loses, like in terms of our our mighty quest? Oh, guess it ends. <laughs> Gabriel won't lose. Okay, so, but also, if Gabriel loses, that means there's still an vampire enemy of Gabriel still here. And we have blood. Should we find a wooden stick? Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, yes. You can do that. You're the arms guy. I'm going to watch. Where would I find a wooden stick in a bar? Is there like, I don't think there's like any 
you know, decor on the wall. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, some ancient. Um, the stools are made of wood. <laughs> All right, yeah, I guess in a pinch, I could try making something out of that. Right, I'm just gonna watch for now. Things go sour. I know what I'm doing. All right. Uh, the two kindred square off in the ring. Do you make the first move or wait for Tally to move? Um, I, uh, as soon as I get in the ring, um, I circle him from a distance and take off my coat and let it fall to the ground. Uh, and someone, some, one of, some party just works for me, like grabs my coat, pulls it out of the, the ring. Uh, and I just start pulling up my sleeve, my sleeve. And, uh, I begin, I'll wait. Um, I guess I'll, uh, just try to, uh, react before he reacts. All right. You can see him using the blood to augment his body, his muscles rippling beneath his clothes. And, uh, in a moment, he lunges in. It's going to be an opposed check, and he's using Strength Brawl. Alright. I got uh, six successes. He also got six successes. So, what happens is, you meet in the middle, tearing at each other, flipping around. He's got these long fingers that have claws at the end now and he like puts one on the back of your neck and you start to pull it away and he whispers in your ear and says this place isn't safe your old friends aren't friends anymore join me and um, I'll just say uh, anyone who threatened me or this place isn't safe. All right. Well, uh, what's your next move in this fight? Um, essentially, I will uh, rouse my blood as well for increase my strength. All right. So roll a hunger die to see if you get hungrier. Okay. I do. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, blood surge, essentially. Yeah. And uh, I essentially try to get his hands off me and uppercut him and trip him up at the same time. Yeah. Roll, uh, is it a strength brawl? Perfect. It's a good pool for him as well. Um, I think he's going to also roll strength roll. Um, I'll spend a willpower point to re-roll three dice. Yep. But not any of the blood dice. Not any of the blood dice. successes. 
This time he only gets three. So that lays him up really good. You like spin around, the uppercut lands. He gets knocked back into the metal wall where he hangs on it for a moment, hissing, and then drops down. Um, this is going to be the final round of this combat. And he moves rapidly towards you and then okay. shifts into shadows at the last moment, disappearing behind and then reappearing to strike. Uh, and he's going to use a strength stealth check this round. Do I oppose that with anything? Uh, you can oppose it with whatever skill you would like to. It could be Strength Brawl. Oh, okay. That's what I'm good at. Um, yeah. I will oppose it with Strength Brawl. As I'll, we'll see what happens. I try to, essentially, I'm going to attempt to grab him either before he disappears in shadow or after. Yeah. Uh, grab yeah. him by the throat and pin him down. But yeah. we'll see what Um, four successes. He also gets four successes. So you do grab him for a moment. He ripples past that and he appears behind you. Um, but then you spin around and block his strike. He says, oh, you're good, but you're not good enough to protect those around you. You haven't been playing the game, brother. Danielle, now, and I, I ask, uh, essentially, um, I tell her that there's a series of booby traps mm -hmm. set up for his crew. Oh, okay. Um, so that room is going to seal and cut them off from this fight. Yeah. We've got to get out of here. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, and it does. They they get trapped inside for a moment at least. Yeah. Uh, Danielle grabs Mackenzie and Eusis, who didn't see her come up to you, and she's like pulling you towards an exit that you didn't know existed. Whoa. What? What? I thought Gabriel was winning. Dramatic fight music. <laughs> We're going. Let's go. Well, yeah. As much as I can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah, I'm you, running up here. Yeah. As you were booking it, uh, he smiles at you with big pointed fangs, and uh, he calls out and says, "Don't come back unless you want to join my team." We're the only ones who can keep you safe. It's just not true. <laughs> and as I run out, I'm so angry. Got my claws. That's what I'm thinking of my inner mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you ripple out through a series of secret corridors into the outside world. Uh, having, he's not even chasing you and his men can't do so. So you are now free and clear. 
outside on the streets of Washington, D.C. All right. We've got to get out of here. So we can get to, um, I, I go to essentially the same spot where Danielle has let them out. Mm-hmm. And got to get him. Um, essentially, I tell Danielle, I say this in English, uh, tell all the staff and security to get out the cold red. Yeah, red alarms. Uh, she she hits a switch on the wall as you're leaving, and flashes red lights throughout the premises. Yeah, and um, and we get to uh, my car, and gotta we gotta get out of the truck. So yeah. you have gotten into your limousine, escaping the pit, driving off into the evening. Probably not too too late in the evening um and what's your next plan i uh this is the most panic you've ever seen gabriel turn over to eustace and kenzie what you must have something what do you know what did you did you find anything in those books did you see anything in your dreams tell I mean, I didn't, um, I didn't sleep because monster, but, oh, I did have like a waking dream. There was like, you know, a nightmare. There was a comet and red sky and um, like everything was burning and on fire and just like Armageddon. Um, and there was. I've, I've seen this dream from a, a visionary shared a similar vision with Tell me about this comet, this guy. It was burning and it was on fire and there was like a, yeah, comet. Um, it was, actually, no, I've been there. It was near um, those caves, Eustace, with the with statues. Remember when this whole, what has become my nightmare thing started? It was at the caves and it was at the witching hour midnight. It's very story, like storybook but also Armageddon. But it's also your dream? Because I'd really rather it be a, just a dream. Eustace, did you have a similar dream? No, I can't say that I did. Uh, I had a dream. It was like, it was like a giant Tell tree. Me. Uh try climbing the tree. Uh, I sort of like fell a few times. I climbed it some more. Encountered. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's very hazy. I can barely remember it myself, but like I encountered someone. And yeah, I thought it's just so hazy. That's basically all I can remember. It was a dream. I mean, I just remember there being a big tree and you know how dreams are. You're not sure exactly why, Kenzie, but as Eustace is describing the dream, you do get chills. Uh, are these the same, like, cave chills? Creepy bathroom chills? Could be. 
oh, Eustace, my spidey senses are tingling. Um, I mean, it sounds like run-of-the-mill dream, but if it wasn't a run-of-the-mill dream, how is your tree connected to the crazy comet? Was it at the caves too? Was it like one of those trees near the caves? I don't know what kind of trees. I guess it was, it was a big tree. I'm talking like it was really up there. Very possible to have, you know, it branch out, take up a considerable area. Tell me, is this a place you've actually ever seen in your real life? This tree, this forest, this area? Uh, no. This is all new to me. I didn't even think much of it. And at first, yeah. Well, we've been to the caves. That's like a real place. It's the caves? Hmm? They're a real place? Tell me. Hmm? Yeah, um, sometimes there are statues that the government shoots up. <laughs> Gives Eustace this look. <laughs> It's yeah, a, sometimes. <laughs> I don't remember what it's uh, called. What's not uh, that far? It's like sometimes there are tourists. You can get in after dark. All right. Do you do you remember where where it is? How to get there? It's a cave's called the Devil's Cairn. It's uh not that far from DC. I just put it in my. Actually, does Kenzie still have her phone? I think so. I think it just didn't work. Yeah. I don't think they made you hand over your phone. They just made people hand over their weapons. Yeah. So now that she's out in the, the world, yeah, she has signal, and she is so ready to GPS to the Devil's Cairn. I got this. Um, as you look at your phone, you see that you have a lot of messages from people who are looking for your latte art. Where's, when's the next post going to be? And you recognize some of the usernames from the summoning circle. Yeah. I mean, ah, uh, my fans. I'll... Your fans, do they know where these caves are? I mean, if they're locals, probably. Um, let me just send up looking for the best cafe in the area. Stay tuned. <laughs> A new story. Um, all right, and then GPS is to the yeah uh, to the caves. Cannot encrypt latte art on the fly. <laughs> Uh, to be clear, you're not telling anyone about your previous experiences of the caves, that's correct? I just mentioned statues. Yeah. I didn't really go into detail. So, Gabriel, what do you know about demons? I know they exist. Uh, they're extremely rare. I, I, I'm not sure how many I've encountered in my centuries. But uh, I only bring it up because, well, the last time I was in the cave, I encountered a demon. 
and for whatever reason, it let me go. Oh man, that reminds me. Eustace, I didn't tell you about the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> remember I was going to that like cyber cafe on a friend date with some really, really disturbing woman or person, unclear, disturbing person, um, talked me through the bathroom stall in a real, I have no soul, but sometimes I sell them. And actually gave me the USB stick that got me into trouble with you. Um, but like, they could have been demonic. They had that unusual voice and invited me into the bathroom stall. That's, you don't just do that to strangers. Anyways, unrelated to the caves. Back to the caves. <laughs> Uh, quickly, uh, right, so is it Danielle driving, or do I have my other uh, I think that you have a driver. Uh, Danielle's probably with you, I assume? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, would she be in the back or in the passenger seat? Uh, that's uh, she's in the passenger seat. She's not listening in on this conversation, but she's accessible. Okay. As soon as I get the address, I tell the, you know, Danielle. You know, put that in. Cool. Yeah, and the car is definitely on its way. You're driving pretty far out of the city. And Kenzie wants to know more about uh, this shared dream of the world ending. Yeah, she does. Uh, Gabriel, I want to know more about this world ending dream stuff. I guess this connected to my super cool new magic powers. And also, Absolutely. is the world actually going to end? Because I need to post some last latte art, if that is the case. And say goodbye to loved ones and all that stuff. Whatever you see fit to do in these, in these possible end times. But I tell you now, as someone who's lived for a few centuries, my kind always speaks, and yours as well, of doom and Armageddon and the Empire, but they've never come. I, I can't be certain they, they will or won't this time as well. All I'm certain is I must find my mistress and I must be with her if these are the end times or not. And you can all be certain that there is something in the sky. Kenzie spots it first. A bright, burning red comet. Eustace? Eustace? I'm like hitting Eustace. Eustace? There's. Yeah. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a world ending comet. And he points out Gabriel, is that. Is this right now? And then I look out. We cut from where there is 
a crew of three people inside a limousine to the inside of a spaceship. We cut from the inside of a limousine to the inside of a spaceship. The last thing that you knew was that home base was under attack, which is new, and a special mission had come through for you. As you were headed to your destination, you saw something strange. It seemed as though there was a wing of ships flying with great speed. Your calculations pointed that they were also headed towards your um, the base that you normally would return to with your bounties. But as you passed by them, they veered off towards you. You lost one of them in an asteroid belt, and another as you passed by a red planet. But the third stayed on your tail. And as we have ascertained in the previous session, it damaged the ship badly enough that you started a tail spiral down. As the ship spirals down and out of control, your sensors go off at the imop inopportune time to tell you that the creatures that you have been tasked to locate are in fact down below you. A little update though, the creature that was part of that attack wing looks like a mix between a horned demon and a stealth plane. It has long black leathery wings and a pointed face with massive horns, three of them coming out of the center of its head. Its eyes are coal black and glisten in the light that comes from the stars. Its claws have raked deep inside the core of your ship and there's fire coming from the engine room. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Gotta take care of that. I'm gonna um, put the commands, uh, the controls on autopilot and grab. Um, actually, I have um, I have environmental controls, so I'm gonna press a few buttons and have it spray down that area with a anti-inflammatory solution. Yeah, roll your ship's die pool. Okay. It's nine. Two successes. With two successes, the fire is mostly extinguished as you are in this tailspin going down, 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 the ground rushing up towards you. Okay, I gotta land this gonna be just fine it happens all the time dex piloting one success it's not enough to do a nice safe landing it's enough to not explode upon impact but the ship barrels down through the trees through the rocks exploding outwards in a torrent of flame as the high energy crystals stored within rupture and shatter as the hole is rocked back and forth. The rainbow next to you quivers in fear, and we cut back to the limousine as that red comet 
impacts into the earth, not too far from where you stand or sit in a limousine on a road. Uh, I shall uh, take us to that impact. And the driver does, but there's not like a road to the impact. So you're just kind of driving mm -hmm. parallel to where it happened. Yeah, I have to get out. Is there a reason why we want to go to the comet? It's just the comet. I mean, it's cool. It's, I've never seen one that close before, but this, what do you do? You want like an asteroid, piece of asteroid for your collection or something? No, this is a sign of Gehenna. Oh, you want to, you want to explore Kenzie's dream, perhaps? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Onward. I don't know. Um. Kenzie is concentrating on like the comet and the her dream and stuff. Can she float into using some magic? Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you um, float think doing? Trying to figure out like what is that? Because she's thinking like if it was an actual comet, it probably would. They probably wouldn't be sitting here in a limo. Um, so just like. What is that comet? Where are we going? What's going on? Yeah, why don't you roll a fate gnosis check? Um, I forget what it's like to roll so few dice for magic. Uh, one success. There's something important about the comet. <laughs> really? <laughs> Real important. <laughs> Yeah, we, we have to get to that comment. That we have to go. And then Kenzie's just gonna like open the door and get out of the car. I don't know, is the car still moving? It doesn't uh, matter. Kenzie's gonna get out of the car. Um, <laughs> as parallel as we could be to where Yeah, there. it's still moving a little bit. Um the driver looks back as the door opens. Um Yeah. And he he's puts on the brakes. Kenzie, are you waiting for it to come to a full stop? Or are you no. like, no, uh, roll me a stamina athletics check. She's like overwhelmed and just gonna go with every oh, athletics check. Oh, here we go. Chance die. Oh, eight. That's a success. Uh, chance die. Oh, no. No. Um, you are buffeted by the road and get some real <laughs> road burn taking a Two points of bashing damage. Oh, that was dumb. Kenzie says that out loud. Uh, she's out. Somewhere in the woods, there is a sound that sounds kind of like a pterodactyl. You know, just casual monster noises. It is shaking the trees it is so loud it's even louder when you are right next to it i will uh turn on my eyes of oblivion so i can see complete darkness 
patience. And uh, as the car pulls to a stop, I, I get out. I believe if if Kenzie is on the ground, like pick her up, right? <laughs> help help you up. Well, unnatural. Yeah, hit the ground, then heard dinosaur monster noises stayed on the ground. <laughs> uh, thanks, Gabriel. What was that? It seems like this comet might have either agitated something in this area or brought something with it, but I'm thinking uh, we need to stay close. And I might need you to to uh, help uh, use this if you sense anything or recognize the demonic presence you've seen or felt before. If you could be of assistance. Sure. Not sure it would be much much help, but. The demon sector wasn't even my area of expertise. I just happened to run into one demon. That was kind of weird, but all right, I'll, I'll do what I can. That'd be much appreciated. Danielle has pulled out her sidearm and looks at you from the car window. Stay here, Danielle. She nuts. If you... She has a gun. I don't have a gun. Sounds like I should get an extra gun. <laughs> an extra pistol, perhaps. She looks at Gabriel and she's going to hand over the revolver that she was about to use to you. Well, thank you. Well, I'll make sure you get this back. In the wreckage. Uh, the ship is mostly intact, in fact, you would say, Captain Kitch. As you look around, you can see the container that was holding that plant creature has been damaged quite badly. The rainbow has rolled across the floor, and now you are left in smoke and confusion. Wait, it's damaged even though I buckled it? Um, it... It was wearing a seatbelt. It was wearing a seatbelt, and the seatbelt has protected it from most of the damage. Nice. Is it okay? Like, do I have to take care of it? Um, hard to tell. Do you have some sort of nature check? Survival, maybe? Um, yeah, I have survival. Awesome. Yeah, give me an intelligence survival check. Okay. Um, nothing. Yeah, you have no idea. It's a plant. All right. Well, I like pat it on the head. It, I know it has like blinking eyes. Like I yeah. look in its eyes and I'm like, you good? The eyes are closed. Well, that's not good. Uh, I will run. Uh, I'm going to use some of my hypertech. Okay. Which, like a miniature Pokedex and scan it. Um, Yeah roll a um so you don't have 
scanning necessarily through your hypertech, but you do have scanning through your magic. Is there a type of magic that you would like to use on it? Dimensional science level one. Yeah, definitely. Sounds like dimensional science plus gnosis. successes um with three successes you can tell that this creature has been damaged by the impact it will need some sort of nourishment to regain form i can ask three questions okay uh your first question was is it okay and the answer is no yep uh, is, um, I have a beam of light shining on it, uh, currently, is that, or it was before the crash, is it still on? Uh, it's so smoky in here that there's not really a good beam of light anymore. Okay, I'm going to, uh, navigate through my, um, environmental controls to vent out that, uh, dust you speak okay. of. Like smoke from fire. Oh, okay, yeah. Which is getting turned off right uh everything's on fire it's all broke okay um yeah i mean i'm gonna start putting out all the fires using uh my ship that can create energy so either um like blocking off the certain sections of oxygen to put it out or guzzling it with water and just start putting those out. And so then my questions are, what does, what, what, um, yeah, what nutrients does the plant need? Um, the plant needs some sort of silicate matter in order to regrow. Oh, okay. Um, does my ship have the means of making that? No, you can't really make things here. Speaking of which, you can't really make water, so you have a limited supply of water if you would like to use that. Yeah, I, have, I mean, I saw that this planet has a lot of water. I'll just, uh, I'll use what I have to put out the fire and, like, save, like, an emergency reserve. Yeah, roll well, uh, your ships putting out a fire. Okay. Four successes. With four successes, the fire is out, and as the smoke begins to be pushed out of the ship, you can see that there are these long black tendrils rippling in through cracks in the hole. Yeah, you leave my Goram ship alone. I'm gonna scan it to see what this thing is. Okay. Uh, so another dimensional science plus intelligence or gnosis? Um, with this is plus gnosis. One success. Uh, what's your question? What's its weakness? This creature is unable to see itself in mirrors. If it is in a mirror, it is damaged by it. Okay. Um, do I see its eyes? 
you do not. You see these long black tendrils right now. All right. Um, I'm going to go in my... Uh, where would I have a mirror? I guess in, in the bathroom and find a hand mirror. Uh, you go and start looking for a hand mirror when the ship is ripped onto one side. The whole cabin turns sideways. Um, to the people who are running towards the ship, there is the loud sound of crunching and rolling. You're pretty close to where that impact site is. What are you all doing? Well, I uh, I wanted us to be approaching uh, as like run to the spot, but then once we can see whatever we you know that's not worth, like see the um, comet you cannot see the whole thing because of the trees right now, but you can see like there is smoke rising from an area which. Uh, the two wards would recognize as being very close to the entrance to the Devil's Cairn. And, um, yeah, I just want to slowly approach it with them behind me. That inhuman sound happens again as the rolling and rocking of the ship jostles um, the person inside of it. You all can see over the crest that there is... Um, Kitch, how would you describe your ship? It's like a medium-sized, clunky... Gala back shapes. Um, also, you know, lots of different colors because, you know, parts keep falling off. I can't get matching colors. Slap something on that's a different color. It's fine. It's beautiful in my heart. Mm. I know how to wield or weld. I know how to weld. There's a boxy. How, how big would you say? Um, like the size of a barn. There's a boxy barn-sized piece of metal, and over it, there is a giant bat with three horns on its head and about mm, maybe 30 blinking black eyes. It's got long tails, multiple tails, which are rippling around the boxy craft and squeezing on it, turning it from side to side, as if it's trying to crack it open to get the delicious nut inside. Mm. Look at that creature. Oh, no. what? what? Um, is this the demon you saw? Not even close. Is it the demon that I saw in the junkyard? Oh. Um, it looks 
similar in some ways to that demon. It's got the same sort of like flesh consistency, you would say. And the horns are very much akin to the horns that you saw before. But it's definitely different. The one that you saw in the junkyard was a lot more humanoid. This one is a lot more like a tentacle bat. Oh, also, it's also the size of a small barn. You hear yelling inside, get off my ship! Let's have an opposed roll. Um, you're going to roll an investigation plus dexterity check to find a hand mirror as the creature rolls a I use my body to rip you apart check. Mm-hmm. Two successes. Two successes. You see the mirror, you open the drawer, you're about to grab it, and then one of the tentacles wraps around your leg and pulls you rapidly as you slide along the ground outside of the ship and up into the sky. Um, Those of you who are outside the ship see a colorfully dressed person get pulled up and out towards the mouth of a creature, which the mouth on this creature opens like sideways. Nice. Style. Oh. <laughs> um. Gabriel is a person being eaten by the thing. Demon bat? I'll come up with a pun later. I'm gonna find a giant <laughs> stick. Right? There's a medium sized stick. I got right, you. Find a giant medium sized stick. And I use this, your gun, you could shoot it. That's might work. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I'm gonna shoot this beast, piss it off, and hopefully it dies. Thank you, bro. You've got you've got vampire powers. That's a kraken, a space sky vampire kraken. A kraken? Yeah, kraken. <laughs> <laughs> I shoot it. Okay, yeah, it's Dex Firearms. It's not dodging, so it's very large. Do you want to take a penalty to shoot it anywhere in particular? Uh, Does it have, like, an eye? It has a bunch of eyes. Uh, Like in a cluster? or Yes, they're all clustered on the head. I'm going to aim for that general area. Okay. Shooting in space. I face. Three penalty. Minus three penalty. Well, that's a good thing I grip. Pretty good with uh, guns or pistols. Oh, yeah. Uh, Four successes. Yeah. There's several loud pops as you fire most of the clip of the revolver into the head of this creature that like spins back. It clearly affected it, but it was bullets into a barn. It's not down. It's just not all about it. Um, while that happens, is anyone else doing anything? Yes, Kitch, what are you doing? Question, are my glasses, do they reflect? They do have some reflection. 
I'm gonna... It's holding me, right? I'm gonna, like, face wherever all the eyeballs are. And I'm gonna say... Uh... <laughs> Look at yourself! Look at yourself! Real quick, is, do I understand that? Is that in English or Spanish? Is that in a language I understand? Um... I'm not speaking yeah. English or Spanish. You are not speaking English or Spanish. And yet, um, you do understand kind of like the context. You do kind of like, it, it's so strange because you don't understand any of the words, but you get right. the concept of look at yourself look at yourself it's like it's universal yeah it's kind of like a universal language in some way yeah okay <laughs> all right continue i didn't I did, I did need to know that okay. oh yes um the mirror on your glasses lenses is not significant enough to affect the beast, unfortunately. Dang, what if I like took it off and like cleaned it? <laughs> uh, it's just too small. It would have to be looking into the tiny reflection and is not interested in doing that. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Gabriel, Kenzie? Um, I'm going to rouse my blood to um, activate prowess. Mm hmm. Um, I get to roll two dice and pick one for my Ooh. hunger. I don't go hungry. Nice. Hungrier. Um, and I will attempt to run up um, and also use Soaring Leap, which doesn't require yep. anything check, and Leap into its face area. I'm not sure what's going on with limb up in that section. Um, and uh, jump onto its face um, area. And then I want to, you tell me when I need to stop and do that. Oh yeah, no, keep going. And then uh, look into its eyes and then uh, dominate it. And okay. try to command it. Um, I'm going to say that you do the leap. You jump real right on its face. You meet it in its black midnight eyes. But as you exert your vampiric dominance upon it, nothing happens. Just washes over it. Oh. Um, and Kenzie, that brings us to you. What are you up to? Um, did I also understand what? Yep. Person? Okay, look at yourself. What can I? Uh, hardcore investigate if there's something shiny. <laughs> The ship, I hear, is all beat up and not very shiny. Mm. By your phone, would that work? Oh yeah, you do have the shiny surface of your phone. 
Yeah, but taking... <laughs> I could take a picture and then show it the picture. All right. A selfie. Yeah, I'm going to try and participate. And all right, take a picture. Okay, look at yourself. Look at yourself. Oh, man. <laughs> take uh, a picture of it. As you take a picture of it, the image on your phone is not the image that's in front of you. You do see Kitsch. Kitsch appears to be hanging upside down from a leg by a blur of nothingness. Um, and even as the image resolves and it's like in your camera roll now, the blur is vibrating. And in fact, it is vibrating so much that your phone is physically vibrating at this point. Uh, um, uh, also, Gabriel doesn't come out on the picture. That, that tracks. Um, <laughs> the creature is going to open its mouth and try to eat Gabriel. And it's also going to take Kitsch and slam Kitsch into the ground. Um, Charlie, would you roll a dexterity athletics check? It's not roll great on that, though. And Gabriel, uh, what is your defense? Uh, I will just try to uh, hold stop that from happening and rip its grab its teeth and rip those apart okay uh, roll a, a strength brawl it's going to take your action it's going to be opposed as you off its jaws oh. uh, not good enough i'm going to I'm literally about to be eaten by demon. I'm going to spend another willpower point. Reasonable. Very reasonable. Uh, No blood dice. Can't reroll blood dice. Also, ones and tens on blood dice are special. Right. Yeah. Um, No, a four and a five. That's better. Um, Okay, so four successes. All right, uh, four successes is enough. It only rolled three, so you are holding the jaws open as they try to close around you. Kitch, as it slams you down into the ground, it rolls pretty bad, and you end up being able to tumble free from its grasp and roll across the ground. Uh, You end up next to two strangely dressed people. Uh, I... I yell at them, it needs to see its reflection. And then I run back in my ship. Okay. Uh, yeah, you start moving towards the inside of your ship. Oh. Not selfies. Okay. Um, you don't know. You feel like the selfie thing could work. You've got a picture of it. It just needs to see this picture. Yeah, that'll work. Okay. All right. And then Kenzie uh, is going to get really close to the monster with her arm out. It's like, look at yourself. You're so beautiful. (laughs) Uh, It is at the moment currently very distracted and not looking as it's wrestling its head side to side, fighting a vampire. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did you say, did you say vampire it? 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm literally asking, like, why are you making it look at it? The person that it was beating up, the alien lady person, alien form, said that I need to see its reflection. It's kind of like a reflection. I, I understand. And then I'll try and force it to look at what Kenzie's doing. All right. Um, Uses, you get one more action before it starts doing stuff. Um, I'm going to do a guess like an investigation check to see if I can't find anything reflective around here that I could use. Nah, no, nothing? Not really. Uh, how many more rounds? Oh my god. Three. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess I'm gonna run into the ship and help that alien lady. No. The inside of the ship looks nonsensical. Uh, Kitch, what's one nonsensical thing on the inside of this ship? Oh my god. I mean, for one, there's like a floating rainbow. There is a floating rainbow, that's true. <laughs> I'm assuming uh, that it looks nothing like a conventional sci-fi ship, that it's got a bunch of tubes? Is it like a, is it like an MC Escher sketch? Or it is a little bit like an MC Escher sketch, and there's like a sense of distortion as you have walked inside. Yeah, but instead of like the staircase scene, it is kind of more like boxy, but like tubes. Yeah. Boxy tubes. Right. It's like the internet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I try to find you, and I'm like, what can I do to help? The creature says uh, something at you. Uh, you probably don't. You, you, you spoke to me a second ago, um, or was that, that well? So what happens is the creature that Gabriel is fighting is going to be forced to look down at a phone. Gabriel, why don't you roll a strength plus brawl check, that thing that you do. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, it's going to try to use a tentacle lash and just take Kenzie out. So Kenzie, what's your defense score? My defense is three. Okay, so it subtracts three from its dice pool. Um, I also have a cool magic that I probably don't know how to use called tipping the hourglass, where I can momentarily speed up or slow things down, but just enough to get out of the way of a passing tentacle, for example. I think that that happens reflexively and it's sort of like Matrix style slows down as it's coming at you and you're like dodging to the side, jumping over another one. Uh, Gabriel, how many successes on that roll? I'm going to tell you. 11. And one of the is a one of the hunger dice is a 10. 
Oh man. So that's like a bestial success. And what you do is you rip out its throat. It turns out this thing has black blood, bend its head down, forcing it down towards where Kenzie is. The head spins down all like 50 eyes accidentally lock on the phone. Its head starts to shake. And then the creature, all barn sized bit of it, and the phone explode. My phone! <laughs> Do I see the tentacles in my ship exploding? Uh, you see them writhing and then they <laughs> just pop. Oh. Uh, the ship, which was being like leaned on by this creature, rocks to the side and just like vroom, boom, lands heavily. Well, that seems to be taken care of. Excellent. Uh, I turn to this person that followed me into my ship. Uh, well done. <laughs> yeah, don't mess that. Do I understand this person? Yeah, you got to use Versal Translator, whatever. Okay, cool. Uh, cool. Am I, um, this is Earth? Uh, yeah, we, we say it's Earth, but. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. You're, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Uh, I just, I got to take care of some things. You know, my, my ship is kind of beat up. Um, yeah, and I just go to the hull. Well, before you leave, this is this is kind of cool. Like, what what are you? You're, well, to me, you're an alien. So it's kind of cool. I mean, first alien contact and all that. Uh, well, at least for me. Uh, but what are you doing here? Oh, um, yeah, I'm just. Uh, collecting you come in peace, huh? You come in peace. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends. I. I... I, I like generally collect things. Uh, you know, some might call me a bounty hunter. Um, oh. Yeah, but I'm sure I'm not here for you. Like, that would be crazy good luck. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the little scanning device that you had active looking for your current uh, target uh, blips, blip, blip, oh, yeah. blip, 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 blip. Uh, it turns out you are. Cut to back outside. <laughs> so, so Kenzie and Gabriel are covered in black goo. Oh yeah, it's like a tar. It looks much better on Gabriel than it does on Kenzie. <laughs> mm. It was already my color scheme. It doesn't even match. I can't even take an ironic selfie. What just happened? You fought a demon child. Congratulations. And I try to wipe off as much stuff as I can. Where did that uh, weird alien, was that an alien? I'm certain it was a demon. No, 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 no. And Kenzie starts walking towards the spaceship. <laughs> I start saying prayers in Spanish. 
normally the inside of the ship would be inaccessible, but there are several large tears in it. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I uh, investigate that crew, but I, um, yeah, generally. Yeah, give me a, uh, actually, an intelligence occult check. You got it. I got those numbers. Um, four successes. Okay. It's definitely like a blood of some kind. You can tell that much. But there's something else. It's like a shadow blood. It's like this thing was made of distilled shadow in some way. But that's right. It's very Lasombra, you would say. You've never seen anything exactly like this, but you have heard tell of the ancient Lasombra clans making deals with demons such as this, perhaps. Is Kenzie still there? Yeah, Kenzie's just going inside. Okay. But you're, you're right. It's like, right. So, I'm going to follow and I'm going to start uh, saying, this is... Uh, I'm just walking behind you and, and explaining what I know this is. This is an ancient uh, demon blood from the shadows, from darkness. Oh, what? Great. Demon blood from darkness. That's what I love. My people <laughs> made dark fields with such entities long ago. Uh, they were fools themselves to demonic powers. Mm. And I keep uh, and, uh, yeah. You're all inside a room. It's a funky square tube Escher room. It makes no sense. That's where you all are. Oh, I don't know about this. What does it smell and sound like? It smells weirdly of like animals. And because that was my last cargo. And uh, what would, would you say smell? And what was the other thing? Sound. What sound? So, uh, I mean, right now it's a lot of creaking. It's creaking everywhere. It's got, it's holy. It just fell to the planet. Some some of the creeks sound like miniature, like things just falling. Yeah. It sounds sad. <laughs> this is awesome. I wish I had my phone camera for this. Ugh. I mean, and he's just overwhelmed. <laughs> Is this, is this a vampire thing? This is an alien. Is there a vampalian? Can I address uh, the, the stranger? Are you some kind of wizard? What kind of wizard are you? What kind of mage? Huh? Uh, um, hold on. Uh, I'm going to look into this planet and see what, what mage means. Dictionary me. 
uh, mage seems to be one who has powers that are made up. <laughs> hey, um, you know, uh, we're like different species, you know, I have my own powers. They're just things I can do just like you. I'm sure you can do things, you know, everyone's different. And I, yes, we are. uh, actually, can I look at my thing again? Is it bleeping for any of these, either of these two? Uh, yeah, it's bleeping for another one too. One of the two figures, one, uh, who is mostly covered in black ooze because they both are but this one has a little tuft of uh, teal hair sticking out of the black ooze um that's strange what are the odds of that the whole planet you two are here in my ship didn't have to even have to leave the ship that's crazy alright yeah I'm gonna just get to work on fixing Ship. Um, what are they talking about? Um, now, what do you mean? What for the odds that we're here? You you were expecting us? Uh, no, quite the opposite. Um, I was gonna go out into the world looking, but you're here, so you want to help help me fix my ship? I'm gonna pull out my gun and just point it at you. You said you were a bounty hunter. Uh, do yeah. I know what guns are? Um, roll me an empathy check. It's empathy. Oh, uh, just one. It's a weapon. Um. I can tell you right now, we have no intention of going anywhere you want to go. This is just a chance meeting. I, I'm not going anywhere. I don't know if you've seen my ship, but... Well, I mean, you're a bounty hunter. means you want to collect us to bring back or money or some sort of reward. Tell me I'm wrong. Um, I mean, believe what you want to believe. Uh... I'm not going to, like, explain my job to you. Are you going to help me fix the ship, or do you want to leave? Oh, we're leaving. I, I thought I was perfectly clear with, you know, the gun. <laughs> All right. Okay. Strange me. Tell me of Gehenna. What do you know? Of, of what? Gehenna. Apocalypse. It says the apocalypse. Uh, it's something that happens at the end of a time then things usually end you must know more I, I look over at Ken this is the comet you saw in your vision right what you saw when we approached in uh, the in my wait, what time is it? Um, it's probably like it takes a few hours to get there, so eleven o'clock, I would say. 
Because in the vision, it was midnight. Then that's what it is. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, right on time. This is absolutely looking at the non-existent watch on their wrist. Uh, yeah, this is right, right on time. Oh man, I saw you in a dream. And for a moment, time unspools in your mind, Kenzie. Give me a time gnosis check. Ooh, that's a one. A one success? One success, yes, sorry. (laughs) One success. Uh, You see flashes of nonsensical things weird looking giraffe creatures, a black moon, and then you collapse unconscious. Mm. And that is where we're going to pause this session. Are they okay? (laughs) Mage, what did you do? (laughs) Um, Everybody gets an experience point, just straight up. I'm not dealing with beats right now. You get an experience point, uh, except for Gabriel, who gets two experience points. Whoa. Yeah, you had a vampire fight. That was awesome. You had a vampire yeah, fight. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Oh, thank you. Oh, you that was only the second vampire fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Against the demon? Yeah. Yeah. That's clearly a demon. You're clearly a mage. You're fine. It's the world I know. Things in boxes. This is what we know. This is what it is. You yeah. have words for your, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Our vocabulary is different. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> That's all I need. For. Yeah. That's really cool. Thank you. But yeah, no. Yeah, it's, no. it's a lot of fun gaming with everybody. Yeah. And, uh, I am excited to see what happens when you are all together in the next session. Yeah. I love Ooh. how hostile you are, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're muted. You are muted, muted, Trevor. Trevor. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oops, my bad. Yeah, no, I'm super weirded up. I this whole situation you're a bounty hunter and you're trying to get us no (laughs) i'm a collector i'm sorry (laughs) well you see like i have no like ill intentions i'm telling you why i'm here like i'm not gonna trick you or anything yeah that's fine you were battling a demon you're fine you're you're okay yeah but we're not going you're coming with us so but we'll get to that we'll see (laughs) we'll see where we end up (laughs) <laughs> we'll get to that later. don't worry <laughs> we will indeed see where we end up who knows we might become friends <laughs> one thing's for sure there will definitely be a lot more adventure horror and mystery on the way see you next week <laughs> <laughs>